Hey, working like a woman, this is Sentient Future. I really, really like your station. I think we all need to hear more of your perspective. Personally, I'm a full-time dad to one-year-old twins, and I resigned from my uh, professional career as a as an engineer and and a management consultant uh, to work on my own business as well as um, you know raise my kids. My wife works full-time, and so I feel like our two families have some similarities, even as it relates to multitasking, uh, which my wife swears by, whereas I'm a linear thinker. I think your station is very important. I teach intentional living, and a key personal skill is empathy. The more perspectives we become familiar with, the more empathetic I believe we can be. I really look forward to hearing more of your perspective. Take care. Thanks for the call-in from Sentient Future. And it sure does sound like our families have a lot in common, so I am very much looking forward to hearing more from your station. And I just posted your segment on influence, which we were just speaking about a couple days ago. I, I find that segment absolutely fascinating. There are so many forms of influence, and it seems like, at least for me, it seems like I... I embody many of those different forms. It's, it's quite fascinating. Looking forward to hearing more from your station, and I'm going to listen to that segment on influence again. Thank you. Hey there, Dan from Dog Radio. Yo, thanks for the call into our station. Thanks for reaching out. Uh, I do appreciate that. I've just been checking out a couple of your uh, previous episodes here. I like where you're at on stuff. Uh, I think you got a really good perspective and whatnot. I'm excited to see where the station takes you and whatnot. Um, figured I'd take you up on your offer. Your bio says you're a CEO of something. You say you leave, live and breathe the dog industry or pet industry all day long. Really curious as to what exactly you do and for who. Uh, so yeah, hit me up, let me know, or maybe do a segment on your station for us. Uh, whatever's clever. Check you later. Hey, Dogorado. Thanks for your call in. And yeah, I guess, well, I, I have published a few things here and there, but I don't typically advertise, you know, what company is mine or that isn't really the, the point of my station, but I'm not afraid of saying what it is. I own a company called Doggles. We make protective eyewear for dogs. And you can look at our website at www.doggles.com. And that's what I do day in and day out now. I used to be a software engineer. I worked in Silicon Valley all through the 90s until I just had enough and came up with this really just a pet project for my border collie at the time who had a eye sensitivity and I put a pair of goggles on him took him to the dog park and everyone just went crazy. I was still working as a software engineer at the time and just for fun, it was late 90s and there weren't a lot of websites out there, I made a website and at that point you know, there weren't a lot of crazy way to make animations. I made an animated gif of my border collie sitting there with these homemade goggles and he was sitting straight with them on, and then his name was Midnight. I said, Midnight, sit. And he would tilt his head. 
he always tilted, I don't know why he tilted his head when I said sit, but he always did. So anyway, I took a picture straight on, and then a picture with his head tilted. And I just made this animated gif of him, you know, his head tilting back and forth with these cute goggles on. And it just went insane. I had a, a story, I don't know if anyone's heard of the Daily Candy. I don't even know if they're still around, but it was an email newsletter back then. They did a story on me. And from that Daily Candy story, I actually had CNN come out to my house and film me at the park with my dog. And right about the same time, coincidentally, I had sent totally out of the blue, I called up the 800 number for PetSmart. And I said, oh, how do I submit a product? You know, they gave me an address to send something to. So I made this cute little package, put it in the mail, sent it to PetSmart, and a week later, a couple weeks later, probably a couple weeks later, I got a letter, an actual you know letter in the mail, it was the 90s, back saying that they accepted my product and they wanted to put it in all 500 stores. And I was like, whoa. Because <laughs> at that point, you know, it was just a little fun project that I was doing. So I had to figure out manufacturing. I actually designed a better mold, a better fitting goggle. I did it all in a CAD program because, you know, I was a computer scientist, knew how to do that stuff. I didn't know how to run a company. Um, but I made this mold, got the molds open, produced, and PetSmart's been my customer ever since the late 90s, as well as many other customers now. <clears throat> and it's just been quite a ride, really quite a ride. And I've learned so much about running a business just by learning from the ground up. I don't have a degree in business. I have a degree in math and computer science, which has certainly helped me along the way. And working in, in big tech companies for years certainly helped me as well. But yeah, the pet industry, I love dogs. I never intended to have a company in the pet industry, but I've been doing it for 20 years now. And it is just so much fun. And yeah, you should come check out one of the trade shows for sure. I just got back from Las Vegas. Superzoo, look it up, superzoo.org. What a, a fun trade show. And you could probably get in with a press pass there. It's open to the trade only. Yeah, though, and any questions you have, hit me up. I'm not a, a dog trainer, anything like that. I know plenty of them. But anything you, any questions about the pet industry, let me know. And definitely check out my website doggles.com and we have a great Facebook page too doggles eyewear so thanks again for your call in and let me know what you think so I'm back on the topic of influence I just listened again to the segment on influence um, you know I think it's the, the reverent influence that really is the problem why, why do we why do we humans accept reverent influence? Why do we look up to movie stars? Why do we look up to the basketball stars? And if they're using a certain shampoo, why do, why do we use it? Yeah, I don't know. I guess when I was younger, I, I did it. I don't think I do it now. Maybe I do to a certain extent. I'm sure I do. I'd have to think about it. But why? Why do we, I don't understand why? Hmm. I know my children fall for it all the time. 
And it's not even just the the movie stars and the basketball players. It's the cool kid at school. If he's wearing the Jordans or, you know, my kids hate Air Jordans, but, you know, whatever it is, oh, I have to have that. I have to be cool like that. Yeah, I don't know. What is, is that a, is that a primate thing? Love to hear someone's input on this. Oh, relationships. Relationships are so difficult. You've got relationships with your coworkers. You've got relationships with your boss. Or if you are the boss, you've got relationships with your employees. You've got relationships with the Starbucks barista at the Starbucks you go to every day. You've got relationships with your yoga instructor. You've got a relationship with your trainer at the gym. I mean, it can go on and on. You know, whatever it is you're into, boy, relationships. And, you know, that falls into influence also. we're, We're very influenced by these people. What is it about us humans that we want everyone to like us? Now, I know not everyone is there all the time. But everyone out there at some point has been in a position where you just want everyone to like you. Okay. But what lengths do you go to for that? For example, I went to Starbucks with my children the other day. And the barista, you know, I asked for light ice on something and, and she brought it out and it was about, it was a venti. It was about two inches short from full. And I wasn't difficult or condescending or mean in any way. I just said, this isn't full. And she said, well, you asked for light ice, so that's the amount of liquid. Well, okay, you know, if it came out that way every time, but I I order this drink all the time, and it always comes out full in this particular way. So I told her that, and, you know, instead of just fixing the problem and being nice, oh, well, you know, I, I don't even know what she did. I think she added water to it. But why are relationships so... I mean, why, what what was the point of that interaction? Is it is it ego-driven? Is it... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. She clearly didn't care if I liked her. I was trying to be nice to her. And, and maybe, I, I guess I wasn't trying to get her to like me, but I wasn't trying to upset her or be mean to her in any way either. But... So relationships are, you know, they're very, very, very touchy. And the relationship with your spouse, of course, my goodness, or your, you know, whatever your, whoever your significant other is, boy, talk about touchy. You've got egos, all crazy emotions. There's just so much. And, you know, in, in my situation, in many people's situations, whether it's the, the woman who works outside of the house or the man who works outside of the house, there's a lot of potential issues there. A lot of, um, you know, either feeling bad about yourself or feeling really good about yourself, but the other person feels bad about themselves or, you know, it can go in, in many ways. So life is definitely a struggle. and relationships are very tough. Now let me know some of your experiences. I'd love to hear how everyone deals with their relationships.